The Twins beat the Tigers 2-0 behind a marvelous performance from Sonny Gray. We'll talk about Sonny. We'll talk about Byron Buxton's struggles at the plate. Tyler Duffy, Luis Arise, Jose Miranda. It's all coming up on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Tuesday, May 24th. I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Again, this is Nash Walker. I've been hosting this podcast for over two years. Been writing at Twins Daily for over two years. This is season four at Twins Daily. This is season three as host of the podcast. And um, the Twins are 27 and 16. I apologize. Last night, I kept saying the Twins are 25 and 15. They were actually 26 and 16. Now they're 27 and 16. I believe I have that right this evening, which is, is a good development for me. Sonny Gray, just tremendous. And I said, it was last night or the night before, I think, I think Twins fans are really going to like Sonny Gray. And clearly, the two-seamer, he gets incredible movement on his pitches when he's commanding the baseball. He's super tough. He's been that way his entire career, save for his stint in New York. But outside of New York, Sonny Gray has been super tough when he's commanding the ball. And I think the shortened spring, he wasn't ramped up. Then he gets hurt. He wasn't able to command the way we know he can. He put it all together tonight. was finally in a groove. Goes seven innings, strikes out ten, shutout incredible performance from Sonny Gray and this Tigers offense is is like shockingly bad I did not think that this offense was going to be bad I thought the Tigers would have like an average to above average pitching staff and like an average ish offense this year this is the worst offense in baseball this offense is horrifically bad but I'm not taking anything away from Sonny Gray because he was in a zone tonight I think he would have pitched well against most offenses in Major League Baseball tonight the way he was commanding his slider the way he was working it off of his two-seamer. He has a, a myriad of pitches he can throw, and that's what makes Sonny Gray special. But what I love about Sonny Gray, and I think what he brings to this rotation, is he's a competitor. You can see it when he's on the hill. He's a gamer, the grunting. He wants to get you out. He wants to win, and it's palpable. Every pitcher wants to win. Every pitcher wants to get you out. But you can feel it with Sonny Gray. And he's someone you want to go to battle with. You see him on the scorecard. You see him in the probables. And I'm like, yeah, Sonny Gray's pitching tonight. Like, I know he's going to go at it tonight. He's not always going to pitch well. You know, he's not always going to have seven-inning shutouts with 10 strikeouts. But he's going to compete every time he's out there. And I think this is a dude you feel really comfortable putting out there in a playoff game. And maybe he's not starting game one. I'd probably want him to start game two or three. And as we get closer to the trade deadline, what the Twins will need to add likely in their rotation for me to feel comfortable, you know, borderline comfortable with the rotation. But I would love Sonny Gray starting a playoff playoff game for the Twins. Like, I think he competes. I think guys want to play behind him. I think he's a winner. I think he's a gamer. And he was tremendous tonight. His ERA is 2.6 as a member of the Minnesota Twins. It hasn't been linear. It's not like he's you know been out there every fifth day dominating. He did have the injury. He did have the shortened spring. He's had shortened outings. But you know Sonny Gray can strike a lot of dudes out too. I think the misconception with a sinker-heavy starting pitcher, which he is, he throws a lot of two-seamers. There's more run than there is sink, is they don't strike anybody out. That's not true with Sonny Gray. His stuff's nasty. 
His stuff is nasty. And I, what I also really like about Sonny Gray is he can get righties and lefties out with his repertoire. He's starting lefties off with a you know 12-6 curve. He'll throw that fastball slider to righties. Lefties will get that front hip two-seamer as well in the inside corner. He's not afraid to throw any pitch in any count. And, um, you know, the Twins have two legitimate one and two starters in their rotation. They are, I would say, missing one more guy. I mean, I, I said the other day, the Astros had Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander, and they still went out and got Zach Greinke in 2019. The Twins could always stand to get better in the rotation. It does feel that they have a, a solid one and two when we weren't sure if that was going to be the case this year. You know, Joe Ryan, there were question marks, but he's really shown up in a huge way. And Sonny Gray is now settled in to this rotation as, as your solid figure. And I think Sonny Gray, if healthy with good command, is going to give you a chance to win every fifth day. And I thought he was uh, absolutely terrific tonight. Questionable to me for Tyler Duffy to go out there for the eighth inning. I thought the Twins would go to Duran in the eighth and then let him stand for the ninth. But I think they are actively trying not to overwork Yoan Duran. They're even shying away from going every other day. He has been every other day now, but I think they don't want to work him too hard in the early going. He threw 16 innings last year, so I get that. I, I want to see him as much as possible, though. Like, I want to see him at any time. He's their, their best bullpen arm back there. And, you know, a couple weeks ago, it was like, that seemed like a really bold statement. I don't think it's even close to bold anymore. Yohan Duran's their best reliever. And I think right now is one of the most dominant relievers in baseball. I mean, how could he not be? He throws 102, he throws strikes. Got into a little bit of a jam tonight, but worked his way out of it. And good closers, good relievers work their way out of jams. And Yohan Duran gets a big ground ball double play, closes this thing out. And he's been nails for the Twins. Has been nails. Save for Baltimore. And in Boston, gave up somewhat of a Mickey Mouse homer to Rafael Devers. But outside of those, I mean, Yohan Duran has been incredible for the Twins. And, you know, Tyler Duffy as well. I know he's he's had his hiccups. Every reliever has their hiccups. But overall, Tyler Duffy's gotten it done. And I think this was one of his best innings of the season as well. The Tigers are going to make Twins pitchers look good, I think, all year. At least right now. Javier Baez is going through it. Spencer Torkelson hasn't figured it out yet. Miguel Cabrera is always going to get him on those opposite field singles, but it feels like that's all he's going to do. Jonathan Scope has killed him, but everybody else, what are they doing? You know, what? who do they have to really scare you in this lineup? And so they're going to make Twins pitchers look good, but Twins pitchers are executing. And, you know, like I said last night, it just shows up as a W in, in the schedule and in the scorebook. That's a Twins winner. They're 11 games above 500. After this word, from Bat Online, let's talk about Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton is struggling mightily at the plate. Our partners at Bet Online never struggle to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online is where the game starts. Again, I want to thank you so much for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And, you know, Bet Online, if you want to go play, which I think this is a great time to go play right now, you got the NBA playoffs, you got the NHL playoffs. I think this is a great time. Go over to betonline.net. They have you covered all season long. Byron Buxton 
is struggling at the plate. I mean, there's no question about it right now. Byron Buxton is going through it. He's in the middle of a slump. This happens for him. And I think it's a mix of, of some factors here. I think Byron Buxton is not healthy. I mean, that's clear. He hasn't been healthy for weeks now. His knees banged up. His hip is bothering him. He had a head problem as well. I don't think Byron Buxton is healthy right now. I also think he's just like any other hitter. Like he's going to go through struggles at the plate. He is maybe more than I thought a when I'm locked in on fastballs, I'm crushing everything type of hitter. I, I think of, you know, Javier Baez is a good example of this type of hitter. And I don't think Baez and Buxton are that dissimilar. You know, I think Baez is is definitely more wild and undisciplined, but it's not it's not far off. When Javier Baez is on fastballs, when he's timed up, when he's on it, you saw what happened in the second half of last year with the Mets. He raked. He had a 900-plus OPS. He was hitting homers everywhere. He was carrying an offense in the, the later latter part of the season. But when he's not, when he's not on fastballs, he, then he's not on sliders. He's not on breaking balls. He's lost. He's not doing anything. And I think Byron Buxton, unfortunately, falls into to that bucket at times when He's dialed in. He's as good as anybody in the game. When he's not, when he's not on fastballs, he's a little dinged up, which I don't think is helping. He's not. He doesn't do anything at the play because he's not going to draw walks. You know, he's going to strike out a ton, so it's obvious, and it's obvious because he's the best player on the team, and everybody's watching him. Everybody's every at bat. It's like, is he going to do something amazing? As it should be, because he does often do things that are amazing. Right now, he's not, and I, I think it's incredible that the Twins are winning without. Byron Buxton doing anything because the whole trend and storyline of the last couple of years is the twins are just not even close to the same team without Byron Buxton. And in the long run, when the twins start to play the blue Jays and the Yankees and the Rays, they ain't winning those games, those series without Byron Buxton. They just, they need their best player. They need their best players, plural to be healthy, to show up and, and to perform, to beat good teams. That's true in any sport. Like you're, you're not going to go beat the New York Yankees in the Bronx if Byron Buxton has a bad series. I just I think that that's an unlikely outcome. That's true in anything, right? I think the Twins are in a spot now where they're going through a really easy part of their schedule, so it's okay right now that Byron Buxton's struggling. But if these struggles continue into that stretch where they have New York and Toronto and Tampa, and he's still flailing away, he's still dinged up, he's still not doing anything at the plate, that's concerning, and that's hurting the team, which I haven't said about Byron Buxton in, in years outside of you know his actual injuries, of course, hurt the team, but it's nothing he can control. His struggles at the plate will eventually hurt the team if they continue, but right now they're winning despite his struggles at the plate. Luis Arise is not struggling at the plate. I mean, I talk about Louis a lot. I've talked a lot about Louis since 2019 and how fun it was to watch him come up in May of 2019. When I tell you, Luis Arise came up and hit and has never stopped. Like, he just has never stopped since day one. It's He didn't go through a lull at the beginning. You know, he didn't, he didn't, the league didn't catch up to him and he dropped, you know, 100 points in average and 50 points in on base. Didn't happen for Luis Arise. He's been that guy since the middle of 2019 or since May of 2019. He has flaws clearly as a player. And actually last year he was quite streaky, but I don't think he was healthy. And that's another one of, you know, the downsides of Luis Arise is he's often not healthy. Like he has chronic bad knees <laughs> and he's, I think, 26 or 27 years old, might even be younger than that. And he has chronic knee issues. I mean, that's clearly 
going against Luis Arise. His defense, I mean, he's been good at first base, but he's not a he's not a traditional first baseman in terms of power that he brings. You wish he could play other places defensively, but the Twins either have a guy there or he's just a butcher. I thought he was a good third baseman, but they refuse to play him over there anymore, especially with Gio Urshela and Jose Miranda both on the roster. Luis Arise is not playing third base. The numbers are atrocious at third base this year. So those are negatives, but his positives just, they shine. He, he, he shines, man, at the plate. He puts up tough plate appearances every time. He draws walks. He doesn't strike out. He struck out tonight, which is wild. Line drives all over the field. You love when he comes up in big spots. You know he's going to give you a good plate appearance. And that's true for a lot of these guys, you know, in this lineup right now. I think you feel, at least with the top five, Polo got a day off tonight. But with with Buxton, not Buxton right now, but Buxton overall, you're going to feel good when he's at the plate. Buxton, Correa, Arise, Polanco, even Urshela, Kepler. This lineup's getting deep. It's getting deep in a hurry. Maybe Jose Miranda wants to be a part of that. After this word from Athletic Greens, let's talk about Jose Miranda. He had a nice night. I use this product almost every day. I started taking AG1 because I want to take care of my gut health. It is so good for you, and it's great for your gut. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging, all the things to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash MLB Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Jose Miranda had a double off the wall tonight, had a couple of hits, hit the ball hard to third. Looked like he was a little bit more selective at the plate. This is Jose Miranda is an amazing example of the flip side of a, of a good contact hitter because Jose Miranda doesn't strike out really. He, he makes a lot of contact like Luis Arise. And when Luis Arise is going through it, not to compare those two, Luis has had a lot of success at the major league level with his skill set. Miranda, not yet. But when Arise is going through it, he's not striking out, but he's hitting into outs. And the number one goal in baseball is a hitter. Your number one goal is to, you know, as an offense, limit outs. Outs are a finite resource. You have 27 of them. Does it matter if that out is a ground out to third or a strikeout? Sometimes it does. You know, sometimes that'll score a run. But it's still an out, 27 outs in a game. That's all you get as an offense. And Jose Miranda's hitting into a lot of outs. He is a good example right now of why contact hitters that doesn't always equal consistency or sustainability. Like he makes more contact. So that's more sustainable over a full season. Ground balls are outs, man. A lot of the time, like ground balls are, are outs, especially in the shifted infields of major league baseball right now. A lot of ground balls are outs. I wish I had the percentage in front of me. It's extremely high. You know, pop outs, pop flies are outs. Those are outs. Hard hit fly balls, much better chance of getting on with a hard hit fly ball or the ball leaving the ballpark line drives much better chance of getting on or the ball leaving the ballpark weak contact ground balls pop-ups max kepler in recent years that's who he's been you know that's why his average is so low those are outs and those are not good i don't care if you're not striking out like if you're if you're out every time you're at the plate that's no difference for me like that's 
that very much falls into the same bucket of you're not doing anything unless it's a sack fly. Like there are, there's exceptions to the rule. I think Moran is going to be a good major leaguer for the twins. I think he's going to be a major league regular. I think his floor is a platoon bat, you know, platoon infielder who can bounce around, you know, maybe a Nick Gordon role right now, but in a different, different way, like more of an infield centric way. Gordon's more of the outfield centric where he's platooned against only lefties. I think that's his, his floor. Like, I don't think his floor is that he's not going to be a major league player. It's possible, you know, outside of last year, he didn't do much in the minors. So that's possible. But what you're seeing right now is what he did in the minors before last year, hitting into a lot of outs, swinging early in counts at pitches or, or taking pitches he should be swinging at. It's all about selection for him, swinging at pitches in the zone, swinging at fastballs. It's kind of like I teach my high school team that I that I coached this uh, this spring. Sometimes the best pitch you see in an at-bat is a first-pitch fastball right down the middle. I've seen Jose Miranda take first-pitch fastballs right down the middle, pitches he should crush, and it ends up being the best pitch he sees in the at-bat because you get down 0-1, you're going to get five breaking balls in a row, even if you foul off four of them. You're going to whiff. You know They're going to feed you breaking balls up in the count. That's baseball, especially right on right. Even left on right, you're going to get a heavy diet of breaking balls. Pitchers try to get ahead with a fastball you're lucky to get a fastball from a lot of guys these days. And if you do get a fastball, you're lucky if it's not 95 plus. So if you do get a fastball early in the count, that's when you jump on it. That's the sometimes the best pitch in the at-bat. And for Miranda, he was more selective tonight. He found the pitch he wanted to hit, and he drove the ball. And he has real power. He's got 30 home run power in the minors. He hits the ball to all fields. He can hit line drives. He doesn't strike out. He can draw some walks. He's got some discipline at the plate and not chasing too much, but selectivity, selectivity, selectivity for Jose Miranda. I don't know how long he's going to stick on this roster, but it seems like they're going to continue to get him, get him chances, especially if he, you know, starts to hit the ball a little bit more regularly. He's not going to stay up if he hits a, you know, a hundred or a buck 20, but if he hits the ball hard more regularly, I think they're more willing to, you know, take some lumps there in terms of his numbers. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day. Now make your second listen the Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB excerpt Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully. He's the best. Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, comment. Let me know what your thoughts are. But the first place twins, they're in first place, five and a half games over the White Sox. Hopefully starting to run away. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Go twins.